0: Hey there, my name is Aaron Moss, a.k.a. Head. And I'm Pat Sampson. Welcome to the Krypton Podcast. Aaron and myself will be your weekly host for the new sci-fi show, Krypton. We'll be here every week recapping and examining each episode.
1: But before we get all that, we're going to introduce ourselves and what our show is about. First up, we're going to introduce you to our guest host, our producer, Andy B. Andy is the host of the Fantastic Flash Podcast, amongst many other shows. How are you doing, Andy?
2: i'm doing really well thank you so much for the introduction and um yeah i you know i wouldn't call myself fantastic but you know i would call my co-host fantastic so i'm just along for the ride but i'm uh, i'm humbled to be on pre- with you guys for the, your first episode of uh what i know is going to be an amazing podcast or some may, may even call it super <laughs> sorry okay i just had to do it once just once <laughs>
1: Uh, who, who invited this guy on the show? What are...
2: <laughs> I know. I mean I put him at gunpoint I'm like, you know, look, I'm your producer. You're gonna let me be on the show if I want to be on the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's written in the contract that we had to have him on. Oh, definitely oh, yeah, oh, got, yeah. Got the contract. first pun. It was he yeah, contract that he had the first pun. <laughs> uh so Andy, why don't you why don't you tell us a little about yourself?
2: Well, I uh, I am the I'm one of the co-hosts of uh, the Flash podcast. That was my first DC podcast I ever started uh, producing and hosting. And then, I, throughout the years, I've been launching multiple podcasts that eventually all became part of this little thing called DC Podcast Network, which is uh, an amazing podcasting network for, you know, all DC TV radio shows such as Arrow and The Flash and Supergirl and Legends Tomorrow. I and you know we, we cover also classic these TV shows, and we're gonna be covering some of the new ones too, including Black Lightning and Titans and Krypton, and I actually, I actually. Ho- co host uh, the Titans podcast with uh, Amy G, Kat Kalamia, and Corinne. So I'm this this season I'm gonna be doing two podcasts at the same time, which I I haven't done in a few years actually. I'm also an entertainment journalist. I cover sci-fi and fantasy television and movies, and I also run uh, a Marvel-related website called the Marvel Report as the editor-in-chief and founder. And my overall role in the in the DC Podcast Network is I'm the um, kind of not the founder of the network but in a way i am but kind of kind of the guy who kind of oversees everything think of it as maybe like a less great version of kevin feige and jeff johns uh, men that i could only dream of being <laughs> like so uh, i'm kind of like a moderator in, in some ways of uh, this uh, large network of uh, podcasts and i'm i'm a huge dc comics fan as well as a marvel fan and i've been Loving what tv has been doing for the past couple of years, and now I'm really excited to see what uh, the additional Krypton is going to be like. And I, yeah, I'm I'm just a huge nerd in general about sci-fi and fantasy and television. So that's um that's kind of me in a nutshell.
1: Right on. Well, so for this zero episode, we just want to introduce you ourselves and let everyone know where we're coming from. I'm gonna go first. Uh, my name, as I said, is Aaron Moss. I've always been a fan of superheroes. I'm 47, so I grew up with the Super Friends, the Incredible Hulk, Wonder Woman, reruns of Dozier's Batman, things like that. I didn't actually get into comics until 1987 with G.I. Joe, as I've talked about over my G.I. Joe, A Real American Headcast show. As far as Superman, to me, he's always been there. I first encountered him with the Super Friends and the occasional comic book or coloring book as a kid. But my Superman, I grew up with the, the Burn Era Superman after the Crisis. After Man of Steel and all that, uh, that and the Superman the movie, of course. I mean, everyone my age saw the Superman the movie. So, <laughs> and I, I know there was more, there was more. I guess you could call it a lively version of Krypton than what we saw on Superman and Burns uh, Man of Steel Superman. But the Superman I grew up with is that more sterile Krypton. Uh, though, like I said, I've read enough pre-Crisis Superman books to know that there is more than that. So then that's what it looks like we're getting with Krypton. So let's we'll see. So Pat, why don't you tell me about your Superman Krypton origins?
0: Well, uh, like you, I'm a comic book fan. Um, since I was a kid, uh, collected comic books, um, growing up and, uh, throughout my age so far. Um, Superman has always kind of been there. Uh, not heavily. I don't want to say, I'm not heavily into him. So in going to this, uh, I've, I'm, I'm learn- using this as more of a learning experience, a deeper dive into learning more about Superman and Krypton. Um, I have read comic books of Superman uh, in my collection. I uh, started around the Triangle Age with that. So I do have quite a few of uh, Superman comics in that era. Uh, and I'm looking forward to learning, like I said, a little bit more about Krypton and its past. It, it, Superman has always been around me as a kid. In fact, I just going through cleaning up the the house the other week. I found a little cape that my mom made me of Superman. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a Batman one too, uh, but that stuck around with me. Um, uh, you know, Superman watching the the movie of course was a, a big influence. Uh, the cartoon Super Friends and all that. Um, another big influence. So uh, other than that, I. Uh, collect Marvel, DC, some indie comics as well, in my many, many long boxes that I have stashed away here. That's me. So Andy, uh, why don't you fill our listeners in uh, on your Superman knowledge?
2: Yeah, I Superman has always been a big part of my life in terms of. I mean, I mean, comics wise, I didn't start reading comics until I was in my teen in my teen years, which feels like it was an eternity ago. But I Superman the movie and Superman the animated series were two very important. Superman uh, parts in my life when I was growing up. Christopher Reeve was a huge role model for me uh, as some, you know, with someone who had to deal with disability later in his life, and I, you know, I'm someone who has Asperger's syndrome and ADHD and severe hyperactivity. I could look up to him and see that. I mean, that's his Superman kind of really made me understand that it's okay to be different because I always feared people would, you know, fear or hate uh, because I'm so weird and strange, but. No, but he helped me through some of my difficult teen years, and, you know, so Superman, the movie, became a huge repeat, and uh, including Smallville. Smallville was my my first major comic book show that I, you know, I was seven years old when I started watching it, and I've been, I have been fall until the end. So I was about 17 or 18 years old when it ended, and it was... Really difficult, and I I kept telling myself, you know like will there ever be a DC TV show again? And oh, I, almost a year <laughs> yeah. later, and look where we are now. And yeah, but Superman the movie, <laughs> all the Christopher Reeve movies were huge influence. Smallville, Lo, Lois and Clark, and uh, comics yeah. wise, I started reading them like when I was in my teen years, and I think the first Superman comic I ever picked up was Superman Earth One, uh, Earth One by J Michael Strahensky, uh, which was an, an amazing. T- different take on superman and his whole trilogy were was just phenomenal and then i went up buying superman secret origins by jeff johns as uh, jeff johns is one of my favorite dc comics writers and that was it was such a simple it was a simple sweet and great take on superman's origin story and i mm-hmm. and then and now in recent years i mean now i mean i mean i'm not reading superman regularly i mean if i read him it's probably in justice league or other DC books. I mean, no offense to the character. It's just that I comics cost money, and there's also time consuming, yeah. so I, that you have to think about. So, uh, but yeah. No, but otherwise, right now, Superman in, ter- in terms of his presence in my life as a character, it's mostly through the DC Extended Universe movies, his uh, occasional appearances on Supergirl, uh, played by Tyler Hicklin, and uh, now, I mean, now Krypton is going to serve as that that too as we go back in time and deal with the side of his uh, home planet that we have never really seen before so superman has always been, been one of my favorites i i mean i'm not, i wouldn't say that i'm like i know everything about superman that i'm an expert hardcore zone, so but i presume it is one of the most important characters in terms of a combo hero so that's kind of my superman knowledge in uh in uh, in, in simple terms right on good to hear um uh, well
1: since this is the krypton tv show uh let's go ahead and take a look at the press release from sci-fi regarding what krypton's about Set two generations before the destruction of legendary Man of Steel's home planet, Krypton follows Superman's grandfather, Cameron Cuff, from Halicron, whose House of El was ostracized in shame as he fights to redeem his family's honor and save his beloved world from chaos. Based on DC characters, Krypton is the, home, is the Warner Horizon scripted television and is exec, executive produced by David Esquire, who you know from Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Dawn of Justice, The Dark Knight Trilogy, and so forth and so on. Uh, through his Phantom 4 banner, also by Damian Kinder from Sleepy Hollow, will serve as executive producer and the showrunner. In addition to cuffs, Superman stars Georgina Campbell from Broadchurch, Elliot Cohen from Da Vinci's Demons, Anna Obamo from World War Z, Rasmus Hardkitter from Your Highness, Wallace Davis from the movie Will, Aaron Pierre from Tension with Ian McKinney from Game of Thrones. The pilot tell play was written by Goyer and Kindler from a story by Ian Goldberg, who works on Once Upon a Time, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, and also Goyer with Colm McCarthy from Who She Brings Gifts and Peaky Blinders. haven't heard of those. Uh, Serving as a director and co-executive producer. Krypton is based on characters created by Jerry Siegel and Joel Schuster published by DC Comics.
2: Now let's also go ahead and move on to discussing some big comic con news that came out for Krypton because this was really Krypton's big entry into the the, pub, the, the public the public viewer's eyes because this show has been in development since t- December 2014 and it's been kind of like on and off. You will hear something every once in a while like a few, you know a few months apart where it says now it's it has a pilot order and now five six months later they have a casting so like since 2014 this show has really been in the works and then they filmed the pilot and then now they're gonna start filming more episodes uh, very soon but comic-con was really where we got to learn more about uh, this upcoming project So it takes place centuries ago on Krypton about the House of El. It's the the society of Krypton and the politics. And it starts with that it's about a conspiracy from the present that has traveled back in time to go to Krypton to prevent... Superman's legacy from ever happening and this was said by Jeff Johns who is the, the the president of DC Films he's the president of DC Entertainment and he I get I believe he has some involvement with the TV show and he was the moderator of uh, the Krypton panel at Comic-Con and uh, the, the show which will premiere in 2018 will start in the present as a group of DC villains are going to jump back in time in an attempt to prevent the creation of superman and two heroes are going to go back into the past to stop them and those two heroes are adam strange and Hawkwoman. Uh, and jeff johns as uh, during the panel said uh, the following quote adam strange and Hawkwoman come to krypton trying to stop the conspiracy and save superman's legacy doomsday will be in the show brainiac is long overdue to be on screen like that uh, although in, in 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 all fairness mr johns uh, uh, we had an amazing brain on Smallville, played by James Marchers. just saying, but um, John's also talked about that, the, that supposedly the Krypton show will be separate from the DCEU and other DCV shows, I mean that's being separate from other DCV shows, that makes sense I mean, if there was any show this could be part of if there was any other show that it could be part of it would probably be Supergirl as a prequel but yeah, we've seen Krypton on Supergirl, and it looks very different from what sci-fi Krypton is doing. So that makes sense. B- being separate from the DCU, I mean, I don't, I don't see a quote from what John said that, but um, this, and that's, and it's, it's curious that he's saying this because um, the David S. Goyer, who is uh, one of the co-creators of the show, he said about two years ago that this would be. A prequel to Man of Steel. This place takes place 200 years before the events of Man of Steel, before the crypt, the planet blew, blew up. So I guess we will have to wait and see what happens on that. And um, and the showrunners they talked about that they knew that a show set entirely in the past would be untenable for viewers, and they came up with these twists of you know bringing in time travel, where we have heroes and villains from the from the present going back in time and visiting Krypton. And uh, co-showrunner Cameron Welsh said it changes the stakes of the show completely. It's not a look backward. It's quite unique. It allows us to deepen and expand upon the known mythology because th- that's what a lot of people have been pointing out. Why is there a show about the planet that we know is going to blow up at some point? But and, but for, for them and for a lot of fans that are going to be tuning in for the show, it's going to be more about like they say in one of the original trailers that this is not about how we die. This is how about, about how we lived. And uh, celebrating that legacy. And um, uh, John's also brought up um, Adam Strange's first lines from the show, uh, seemingly from memory, by saying, I'm from a planet called Earth. My name is Adam Strange. I come from a time long after this, and I need you to help me save the legacy of your grandson. John's also said that in addition to those mentioned, other classic DC characters would appear later in Krypton's run. And as of right now, Krypton will be premiering mid season in 2018 on the Sci Fi Network. We don't know how many episodes the first season will consist of, but knowing Sci Fi that likes to keep their season short and sweet, it's mostly going to be. 10 to 13 episodes for the first season so which makes sense because that's what they do with most of their shows like 12 monkeys and and so forward
0: good so andy why don't you uh, tell us what to uh, what you're expecting this season on krypton
2: well i there's a it's 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 a it's a difficult question because i i don't know much about the society of, of and structure of Krypton in terms of like what what else there was before it blew up. So, but I'm definitely looking forward to following the perspective of Segel played by Cameron Cuff and kind of see how he because they've been talking about that there is kind of like in, on Krypton or maybe just in Candor City there are these two class systems the 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 unranked one and then the ranked ones and I think he I think at the beginning of the show we're gonna follow him as he was kind of tossed out of house of like you know he's uh his the, the his family name is kind of in a dark place i think when the show begins so it's it's gonna be interesting i the thing that really threw me off was the time travel aspect because i was entirely mm. convinced that we're never gonna see like i mean Hawkwoman woman really i mean if anything we could have probably seen like one of the hawk woman like i mean a version of hawk woman when she lived one of her past lives but uh not the um, not the egyptian version the, um the Fangarian version where you have uh, her being an alien and she reincarnates and whatnot so I it really threw me off when I I I mean I knew I knew a while ago that Brainiac was going to show up and because I'm like well you know you could basically set this up as this being this uh, the creation of Brainiac on Krypton because he is such he has a huge he has a huge role in the the overall sort of Krypton plan that and you know how he goes corrupt later on and becomes one of ma- the Man of Steel's greatest enemies so I no but I'm expecting th- this to be uh, I I think again it's gonna be so th- th- that's kind of one things I'm looking forward to is like, the fact that we don't know much about this show as opposed to like something like Titans or black lightning or like when the flash was coming out or Supergirl was coming out we didn't know we knew more about those shows but with this they're kind of being more secret- secretive which you know it makes sense but um yeah i'm looking forward to see how they're gonna play in all these characters and how these these characters that are from some of the characters that are from the comics like Segel, and um and some of the new characters that we're gonna see like if you know how they're gonna be depicted and uh, if they you know because, the, the, you know, that's, that's the beauty when you're doing a comic show, but yet with mostly original characters.
0: What are you What are you guys' thoughts on it being separate from the current DC television universe, universe right now?
2: Uh, you want me to answer that, Andy? No, yeah, you can go first. I, I've been talking so much anyway, right. so it's like it's just, <laughs> it's all good. Um, I'm of two
1: minds. I mean, personally, I grew up with DC Comics. So I, I don't mind the whole multiverse angle, the different worlds, different universes, different realities. Uh, and seeing how it's... Uh, again, it's, it's dealing with Krypton's past. In theory, wouldn't have much to do with the current shows anyways, except for, like Andy said, maybe a, a, a precursor to Supergirl. Uh, I don't really have a problem with it being a separate universe uh, part of me likes for things to be in a single universe, though, so they can cross over a bit easier. But as we've seen from Supergirl and the uh, Flarell universe, it can happen. So I, I've got no problems with uh, it being a separate universe.
0: Uh, what about you, Pat? Well, I'm. I really don't have... That big, I don't have that big of a, an issue with it being separate universes as, as well, either. I just have to go in that mindset of, you know, this again being that it is several generations back in time. But when you bring it up, what threw me for a loop is with the Hawk woman, I'm used to seeing the one on, uh, you know, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash. Uh, so I'm wondering, are they going to get that same person to play that? But it sounds like it's probably not going to happen. It all, and like Andy said, instead of going that Egyptian route, going the Thangarian route uh, with her that way uh, would be kind of interesting to see. I like that. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, going off topic here, but I wouldn't mind seeing a Hawk World show.
2: You know, if That'd they nice. can,
0: yeah, if they can pull off this, maybe they can do a Thangarian and and with Adam Strange coming into it as well too. So that would be interesting. Now that I'm thinking about it, so. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, what else are you? Um, what else are you looking forward to about this show?
1: Well, I said, I, I'm really looking forward. And again, I'm a bit weird when they announced it, it's talking about Superman's past and his grandfather. I, I didn't have a problem with that. I actually think it would be an interesting show. Much like when uh, Gotham was first announced, it was just going to be Gotham uh, Gordon dealing with crime in Gotham and showing how he rose up the ranks and more of a, a procedural show. But the fanboys got a hold of the other producers, and I want more Batman, so it became more of a Batman-centric show, his villains showing up. And as we've talked about previously, when we just talked personally, that was one of my fears about this show, is that they're going to try to shoehorn in too many of Superman's enemies early somehow. And looking from the the first trailer that we've seen, and hearing this description at sci- uh, the... Uh, Comic-Con, it sounds like they, again, much like with Gotham, it seems like they're going a different route than they originally planned. Because we watched the trailer, and from that trailer, unless I'm mistaken, I see nothing in there that signifies anything that was announced at uh, Comic-Con about, you know, Adam Strange, Hawk Woman, time traveling to save Superman's past. So I, I'm just a little he- hesitant. A little afraid that their 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 uh I won't say their life, but their 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 vision has been corrupted. And again, I'm still looking forward to it because again, I, as I've said, I love Superman, I love comics, and actually I'm a big fan of uh, Adam Strange. So seeing him show up, that, that it's not a bad thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it, it, and, and this is a great era to be in right now for us comic book fans. I think, you know, there's so much to choose from and watch that it's oh, just, a, yeah, you know, something to enjoy. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to yeah. be something for somebody, definitely. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I say on Facebook all the time. I mean, I'm, I'm going to complain about this show. I'm going to complain about this movie, but don't get me wrong. This is a fantastic time to be a geek. I mean, I grew up, like I said, I'm 47, so I grew up, we'd have the occasional, you know, the, the Spider-Man show with Nicholas Hammond, uh, the Captain America TV movies with uh, Red Brown, we get those every once in a while. We had the Flash TV series in the 90s. We'd get the occasional Superman or Batman movie. But now, I mean, we've got a new superhero movie, what, almost every other month or so? Uh, we've got, I don't know how many TV shows on currently based on superheroes. So wh- whether you like it or not, whether you have problems with any of the shows that are on, the CW or uh, Fox or see C- any, anywhere else right now is, as I've said, it's a great time to be a geek because yeah, it's just coming full force at us. Yeah. And
0: I, I think it's a great time. Just even if you're not a geek, I'm prime example would be my wife. Um, she loves the flash. We'll sit there and watch it. We'll binge watch it with my son and she, she's into it. She loves it. She's, Not, you know, she doesn't read comics, but because of being around me. Same here. But, you know, it's the show that we would watch as a family. And if it's getting her interested, along with the Marvel Universe movies as well, too, uh, it's a great time.
1: Yeah, my wife's the same way. Prior to uh, 2013, my wife, you know, you ask her who your favorite superhero is, she'd say Superman. Superman's her favorite superhero. That Flash TV show came on. You know what? I I think Flash may be my favorite hero now. <laughs> so, in my, same position here.
0: <laughs> so,
2: my, I like what I'm hearing. By the way, just saying, I'm just I'm just wanna acknowledge that uh, I like what I hear. You know, whenever I hear someone saying that they're a Flash fan, I'm like, you know, that's that's all good.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh you, You're your prejudice though. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think the one thing I got the, the thing that I'm excited for for Krypton is that it's while it may be a comic book show. It's not gonna be a superhero show, and I and you get what you get. What you're talking about in terms of that that maybe the original vision has been tampered with. And I don't necessarily think so. I think maybe the reason they took three years to develop this for so long was that maybe they were. I mean, because we never really knew like exactly what the full premise of the show was. I mean, this is. I mean, this could have been part of their idea the whole time to do time travel and bring in the, different mm-hmm. DC and so on. I mean, the way I figured they were gonna play work in. Out of DC characters was we would maybe see the Guardians of the O from OWA like early on, way yeah. like, way before like right. Ab- and Sir joined and whatnot, or we would see F- Fangar, or we would see some of the Martians from Mars. And I mean, because there's so and there's so much they could they could play around with. They and they might still they could still maybe yeah, do that. May. But, but now that the fact that we're adding a time travel aspect to it, I mean, it is interesting that this is coming right off the heels from. Twelve Monkeys, which is one of their most popular shows on Sci-Fi, but it's also a time travel show, and that mm-hmm. show is going to be ending next season, which I think is in, uh, interesting because now we're getting Krypton, they're adding a time travel element. So I wonder if this is just a season one plot, and then in season two we're going to see DC characters from the, the time of Krypton, not from 2017 or 2018 or 2019 and whatnot. So, right. so, so you know, so again, it's oh. a comic book show, but it's really more about like. Because some people have been describing this as Superman meets Game of Thrones, and again, I don't watch Game yeah. of Thrones, but anytime I bring up that example, people are like, "Okay, I may actually tune into this."
0: Yeah, well, I think that then, and that's a good example too, where I'm well, from my wife's point of view, she may watch this a little bit more because you know it, the ideas and the thoughts uh, are coming from a comic book aspect, but the espionage I don't want to say espionage or conspiracy and stuff like that going on may bring in that sort of people that like you know maybe a police drama or a you know mystery drama thing like that as well I hope to see I yeah. hope to see some of that happening you know and and with the the backdrop of comic history or, or Krypton history uh, coming out in it
1: right well, I'm wondering I'm wondering you know, if they, maybe they have changed because again the original synopsis I read, Reveals nothing about this, the pilot, or the uh, pilot, the uh, trailer doesn't make any reference to time travel, but if you look right now, I mean, like Andy was saying, uh, 12 Monkeys is big on sci-fi right now, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, over on NBC there's Timeless, uh, there's all these time travel shows on right now, uh, there's that, what is that, Time After Time uh, show on NBC or somewhere, uh, there's a lot of time travel shows on right now, so I'm wondering if, uh, CW, or whoever, you know, Johns, or whoever heard the fans kind of grumbling, you know, like you guys said, I don't know if one you know, it's Superman's past, Krypton's going to blow up, who cares? And maybe they, they've heard those grumblings, and they're, they're modifying it to make it more something that's hip right now, if you will. And again, it's not a bad thing, because I say, I love time travel, I love Superman, I, I love Adam Strange, uh, Hawkwoman's not bad. So, you know, overall, I think, you yeah, know, it's shaping up to be a good, good show, I think. Hmm.
0: Um, I would say if speaking of the official trailer out on our Facebook page, we have uh, uploaded the official trailer uh, released by Sci Fi Channel. So, uh, did you guys want to talk about that at all? Uh,
1: do you, Andy? Yeah, I mean, I have any, uh, we haven't heard
2: from you a little bit. Have you had any
1: thoughts on the trailer?
2: Yeah, no. I mean, it it looks mostly like what we saw. Uh, there's no there's no reason to hide. I mean, there was a like, there was a trailer that came out in May that was um, quote-unquote leaked, where we got uh, a lot of footage. I mean, the one that Sci-Fi released for Comic-Con was, I think, 30 seconds long or something like that. Although, interesting enough, I, at preview night on Wednesday at Comic-Con, I went and saw... They showed a new trailer that was about two minutes long, even though they were marketing as Like, you know, exclusive uh, presentations of Black Lightning and Krypton, and it was just two new trailers on my... Great! I feel awesome for rushing upstairs and just lining up for five you know, for three hours in the heat. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I will digress. But no, the trailer. I mean, I think what's the trailers makes me so excited is that that this this is a, this is a TV show, but it looks like Krypton from that we saw in the movies. We you know we see the the Man of Steel S. We see mm-hmm. the the great city. We see the the this you know the society and all that and I think I mean it, it looked way more advanced than I fu- initially thought it would because again sci-fi is a ca- you know it's a cable show that is. You know, and that it's had its reputation. But I mean, I feel sci-fi has become a much stronger and more improved network in the in the last two three years. They their their slate of programming feels more consistent now because I always felt like you know, oh well, if if this show is going to sci-fi, then you'll probably see it ended after two seasons or something like that. But now, like they're actually giving <laughs> no, but like that's kind of what I what what was going on for a while. And but now I feel like they have a much stronger base. I mean, they recently went through a major reinvention and at Comic Con, they I mean they they were really promoting it as like it's a fan thing for you know their network and I think that was really positive and Uh I but the traders itself I think they look it looks really impressive and that's where I really got sold on wanting to tune in for the show I mean when it was first announced I kind of at first, I thought it was still a dream because I had just woken up from a nap, and I'm like, "This can't be real." Why would they do? Why would they do? Uh, <laughs> why would they? Why would they do a TV show about Superman's grandfather only a few months after they decided to not go forward with a Booster Gold TV show that they were developing? I'm like, "Really? B- oh, Superman's grand Super- cool. Superman's grandfather over Booster Gold? Booster Gold? Yeah, yeah." I'm like, but then it's <laughs> time travel. But then yeah that, that is time travel so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean who knows maybe boosigol will knows? show we'll up I may
0: get that yeah yeah But
2: but, <laughs> but like then I saw the castings and I you know and the thing I I haven't really gotten followed much of the the other cast but Cameron Cuff who's going to be playing Sega he He's a joy to follow on Twitter because he is a huge Superman fan and he is a huge comic book fan. And like he even, I mean, during interviews he talked about that he his first comic or something that he was reading as a young man was uh, Jeff Johnson's Teen Titans run, which I I applaud because I I also have those runs. So so he's really he's and he loves Superman like with all his. He gets this world. He gets his mythology. I feel like even though I haven't seen seen him act, I I, I feel strongly confident, confident that he will. Like, he will be an amazing super... Su- superman in some way, but without being the actual Superman. I think... I mean, it will yeah. make... I, I feel like the way we will see Segel is... It's going to make sense why Clark becomes... Partially becomes the man that he becomes. And, you know, if, if Cameron is listening, um, know that, that I'm all i'm all team segal i'm all here i'm ready for it and uh, i no but i mean it, it's really admiring if you guys follow him at uh that cameron cuff i think it's just cameron cuff on twitter like it's very, it's fun when he's tweeting about dc stuff so but the traders itself like it looks phenomenal it looks beautiful and i hope i mean hopefully they can keep up the budget for how many episodes are doing now per season and um and I hope we see... The one thing I really hope we get to see are some of those animals that we saw on in Man of Steel that, uh, that you see them on Krypton. So it's not just a big city or whatnot. I, I kind of want there to be like a wildlife uh, featured in the show too. But yeah, I'm... As soon as I saw those trailers, I I'm fully on board with Krypton, and I you know now I'm now I'm trying to convince people like hey, you guys should I mean I yes I get it it blows up whatever. <laughs> uh, during our live show, we did a fundraiser event for the DC podcast, and we were talking about the future DC TV. So when we were talking about Krypton, one of the hosts, uh, the great Morgan Glennon from Supergo Radio, she was kind of like. Yeah, so Krypton, like, what is there to say? It blew up. That's its story, and everyone started laughing. And like now, every time like I listen, I rewatch episodes of Supergirl and Kara talking about all these ceremonies and like all these tradition. All I can hear then is followed up by Morgan saying, "You know, whatever, it blew up. No one cares." (laughs) And then Kara just breaking into tears, and she's like, "That was my family." Uh, But uh, yeah, I I think that people should really give the show a shot, and I think that it's gonna be. It's, it could be one of one of the better DC TV shows that we we will have by next year. You know, it might even be better maybe for, than some of the CW shows. Who knows? So, so yeah.
0: I, I think you you bring up a good point there, Andy. Um, in how I think I'm going to look at this now. Yeah, we all know Krypton blows up, but maybe these are stories that are that are given to Clark. Or, um, or kal L um, that are given to him on his journey, uh, on his discovery, uh, on his journey when he's in the um, when he's being shuttled to to Earth, or I don't know how you know how he finds it if it's you know a crystal that he puts in and gets all these stories, but to tell him the again, like they said, the history of of Krypton. Uh, so then, if you look at it at that point, these are bits and pieces that make him the man that he becomes because he has this history in the background that nobody has seen yet so you wonder why he makes these decisions here and there it's because you know it's you learn from your grandfather and your grandfather instills these your uh, passions visions and you know honor respect and all that as you grow up you know it's passed down from generation to generation to generation and these are probably like little backstories on how that all came about.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a nice way of looking at it. The way I look at it, as far as being Krypton's past and Krypton blowing up, who cares? I don't know if you got, either of you guys have watched uh, the TV the old TV show
0: Quantum Leap. I have not. I'm going yeah, through. I, a, um, I'm, I've watched bits it? and pieces as a kid, but I'm going through a rewatch <laughs> right now. So.
1: But in the pilot episode, uh, there's one one of the main characters, Al, who's the observer. He's talking with. I think it was he's talking with Sam. And there was something came up about, well, I know how this is going to end. Why do, you know, why does it matter? And Al said, well, when I took this one gal to my hotel room, I knew how it was going to end, but I still took her. But we can talk about this later. Come on, I hate to miss the game. You already know how it's going to end.
2: I knew how it was going to end when I took Brenda into the filing room. I still took her.
1: The same thing. We know how the story's going to end. But I still think it would be an interesting journey to get there. So that, that's that's what I look forward to. Is that you know I say even though we all know how it's going to end, yeah, is going to blow up eventually, blah blah blah. It's that journey to get to that point. What I think is going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: What well, do you have any other thoughts, Andy? Any other.
2: I no I to be honest I I'm excited to learn more about the, about the show I I am interested to see when we will get more news about the show because I know they're going to start filming pretty soon and I the only comic convention coming up next is in October for New York Comic Con so I hopefully one of our one of Horizon and Cipher will bring Krypton and have a presence there where they can show more things maybe bring some of them, some more cast members as well but I know I mean I'm excited to see what the show will will do and i, I mean, it's gonna be interesting if they're gonna add you know what other dc characters they're gonna add and how they're gonna depict yeah. them i am mostly to see how they're gonna do doomsday because i kind of don't want to see them i don't want to see the monster i kind of want to see the origin of how they create the monster you know throughout hundreds of years because mm-hmm. the little i know of doomsday in the comics is he you know basically what was it basically they they kept it was like the combination of dead Kryptonians that they kept bringing back and killing, bringing back and killing. And then eventually- yeah, what
1: it was, some scientists, I forget where they were from, took this this fetus, this child, and was kept experimenting, kept killing him off and bringing them back to life. Killing it off, bringing it back to life under different conditions. And it eventually mutated, and whatever killed it, when it came back to life, it was invulnerable to that. So you couldn't kill it the same way twice. And it was just some scientists, some mad scientists, if you will, conducting experiments. And I think it was on Krypton's ancient past.
2: Yeah, that's what I would actually want to see if they did something with Doomsday on the show. But I don't, I don't feel the need to see a monster showing up from 2018 because why? The thing I do hope they actually do because I think it would be fun for at least. Just for one episode, maybe in season three or four, is that Clark actually goes back in time and visits Krypton. I mean it's not I mean it's not out of the question because I mean we've seen it in the comics before and so on, I think. So it would be fun if Clark actually, you know, got to because I think most of the time when he goes back in time and goes to Krypton, he most, mostly goes to see Jor-El, but it would be actually fun to see if he went to see Sagell. So and, and also even the trader keeps saying, you know, the trader says, you know, Kalal, my future grandson. So obviously he he's, right. he will know yeah. of Kal. And yeah. Um, yeah, and
0: that's where I I'm getting that idea of, you know, these were messages meant for him, you know, given from his grandpa. <sighs> Great yeah.
1: And seeing how they're already introducing the time travel aspect, like Andy's saying it to be easy for him to, you know, have kalal come back for a couple episodes a season whatever here down the road
0: mm-hmm. and do you have any other thoughts pat no i think that's all i got right now i am interested like andy said too to see more progression more things coming out from this to keep that um excitement level going and getting us primed and ready for this to, for for the release how about you
1: uh, no i think we pretty much covered everything like one thing that that uh Andy mentioned that he'd like to see, you know, some of the, the wildlife on Krypton. Uh, I mean, I agree with that 100%. I know a lot of times in the, uh, post, sorry, the pre-crisis Superman books, in his, uh, Fortress of Solitude, he would have his, his, uh, planetarium, or whatever, his zoology thing there with a bunch of different animals from Krypton It would have there. So that would be, I mean, it's in DC's past that they've shown some of the animals from there, so I think it would be interesting to see, like Andy said, some of the animals and some of the, the wildlife on Krypton. That, that I didn't really think about until Andy said something about it. Now it's now I'm thinking now I'm thinking about it. That'd be that would be really cool to to see the wildlife on Krypton. But to see the wildlife on Krypton.
0: Yeah, well, and there's so much they can discover. You know, it's it's their playground that. They can build and, and go from there. Well, um, if there's nothing else, I think uh, that's going to do it for this A Zero episode. You can join us for each episode in our Season Zero. We'll be having special guest hosts such as Michael Bailey and Bob Fisher.
1: We'll also be having character profiles on characters that we expect to see this season on Krypton. Plus, we'll have, we'll be examining the different comics that shed light on Krypton's origins and past.
0: For this zero season, we'll have a bi-weekly schedule. Once the show starts, we'll move it to a weekly. Depending on when the show airs, our show may move from days of release. But that'll do it for this time. In the meantime, you can find more about me at, uh, you can follow me at longboxcrusade.com. Uh, it's a podcast that I do with Jared Albrecht and his brother Jason Albrecht, uh, where we're going through my many long boxes by issue from the release dates as we travel through there we also do look at the ads popular movies at that that time and songs so it's a great time we have um come and join us also we'll be in by the time this is released we'll have another spin-off uh show called crusader chronicle so keep out uh, listen for that as well too and aaron where can the listeners find more on you
1: well, first all, i got to say you've got to stop releasing these new shows. I don't have time to
0: listen to them all, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to catch up to as many as you have. As
1: far as me, you can find me on the Headcast. <laughs> You're catching them quickly. Uh, you can find me on the Headcast Network. There I have four shows. I have Head Speaks, where I talk about comics, TV shows, movies, anything geeky that strikes my interest. Then I have Task Force X, where I look at John Ostinger's Suicide Squad and Paul Kupperberg's Checkmate Comics from the late 80s, early 90s. Also, I have a G.I. Joe, a real American headcast, where I, and a revolving cast of guest hosts, Pat included, looks at Marvel's G.I. Joe, a real American hero comic book series, plus the G.I. Joe uh, cartoon. Finally, I have the Starman Manhunter Adventure Hour, where I look at the Will Payton Starman series and the Mark Shaw Manhunter series, again, both from the late 80s, early 90s. Plus, I show up on the occasional other podcasts, such as recently I was on an episode of the Just League International Wahaha podcast where me and the Irredeemable Shag looked at the Just League International Suicide Squad crossover. And I can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and over at HeadSpeaks.com. Plus, you can look on Facebook for each of the shows and also the main headcast feeds on there. Uh, finally, Andy, where can listeners hear more about you?
2: Well, first of all, I just want to say uh, thank you so much for having me on for your first episode. I, um, I hope... Uh, you know, hopefully, maybe down the line we'll come back, and uh, that's the, that's the beauty of this uh, network work, network. We can all of us can actually you know cross over with each other every once in a while. But it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I I can't wait to listen to your upcoming episodes and uh, see the birth of uh, Krypton podcast. But listeners can find me on my public Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page, all at. Andy Babacht, and Babacht is spelled B-E-H-B-A-K-H-T and in my bio, on my Twitter page, you can you can find links for the Flash Podcast at theflashpodcast.com um, if, you, if you if you look for us on social media, it's just at the Flash Podcast, uh, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and uh, also you can find me on the Titans Podcast at titanspodcast.com with, um, with Amy G, Kat and Corey, and we're also on Facebook, Twitter at Titus podcast and that show is also available on idc radio and uh, if you're a marvel fan head over to the where we have daily coverage of all things marvel and uh, please also check out the entire dc podcast network at dcpodcast.com we actually just uploaded a lot of exciting roundtable interviews from comic-con with the cast and producers of supergirl letters tomorrow black lightning i Zombies. so yeah, just head over to DCPodcast.com Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at dc Podcast. And if you want to subscribe to, to the whole network on iTunes, where including Krypton Podcast, uh, there's a mega feed you can subscribe to as as well as on Stitcher. And um, yeah, that's where people can find me. If you ever want to talk talk to me about DC TV, just tweet me at Andrew Back, and I will respond as quickly as I can. So, uh, by I, lo- yeah, I love lo- love talking about nerd stuff. So just tweet me. I'm 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 an open book. Just don't ask me about shipping because that never never ends well with uh, most fandoms. So just you know, all I'm going to say is I'm Team West Allen, Other ships, you know, I, I I will remain silent on them. So uh, that's the kind of the beauty for you guys that you're on your your show is on sci-fi that probably isn't going to have a lot of, a lot of shippers. So, so like you guys won't have to deal with. I mean, look, I love the CW universe and CW fans, but like. These shows, I mean, The Flash is not about the fast men alive. Supergirl ain't about Kara embracing her inner hero. And Green Oliver, Arrow, it's certainly not about Green Arrow. All these shows, it's only about one thing, and that is relationships. Who who sleeps with who? Who marries who? Who divorces who? Who kisses who? Who betrays who? It's just about relationships. And you know, if, if, <laughs> occasional great superhero story. No, I'm kidding. I I I'm digging it, but it's you know. There are times where I'm like oh my god if this show was on any other network
0: <laughs> <laughs> well thanks um, Andy for being here I appreciate it and thanks for letting us be a part of this network it's I think it's gonna be awesome looking forward to it
2: yeah, you guys are gonna be uh, great additions to, uh, to you guys are already great additions to the network so I, uh, I I can't wait for our listeners to get to know you guys better over over uh, over the course of season zero and then uh, the future seasons of Krypton podcast.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm looking Wait, forward maybe. to, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting, you know, meeting more people like minded like me. So, and in, in conversating with whoever I can about comics, I learn a lot from everybody <laughs> else. So I, it's great. I've learned a lot from Aaron already. I've learned a lot from all the other podcasters I've, I've, I've talked to. So I, it's a great community.
1: Thanks for that, Pat, and I, I agree wholeheartedly. I look forward to showing up on the Titans podcast at some point. Uh, hint, 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 hint.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've already said you can be on that. i i i like. It's not like I'm like making you wait, wait for me or something. I've said, I yeah. I, so it's like, yeah. I mean, it's all good.
0: Uh, well, I, I think with what... Oh, go ahead.
1: That was uh, that's. I just want to throw that out there.
0: Go ahead, Pat. You just want to get that on the record, so everybody can hear that. They are listening? That he yeah, so has <laughs> agreed to have.
2: Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> now I have to keep a promise. You know how difficult that is.
0: <laughs> well, we can edit it out, but it'll cost you.
2: Oh, so that's how we're playing. Okay. Um, well, well, can I'm
0: p- Not me. I'm not.
2: Well, where can people find this podcast? By the way.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, they can find it on the mega feed the DC TV podcast mega feed. Uh, otherwise, you can also find us uh, and all that's on iTunes. Uh, it's also on Stitcher and at our website at Krypton dot com.
1: We're also on Twitter under at Krypton podcast and Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Until next
2: time, I'm Pat. I'm Aaron. And I'm Andy. And, and you've and been listening to this, the Crypton Podcast. Crypton Podcast. Okay, we maybe just one of us Thank you
1: should you. do it.